Wessex LMCs supporting you and your practice. Hi, um, and welcome to another Wessex LMC podcast. Uh, my name is Zoe Tobin, and I'm nurse advisor here at Wessex LMCs. Um, and I'm kindly joined today by uh, Will McKenzie, who is director of Smart Group Services. Uh, welcome, Will. Um, and we are hoping today to have a little chat about the importance of collaborative working with external cleaning companies um, in regards to supporting infection control and precaution standards. Um, so thank you for joining us today, Will. Um, would you be happy just to share a little bit about your background, about your company, that kind of thing? Yeah. Thank you, Zoe. Zoe. Uh, so we're Smart Group Services. Uh, we've been running for roughly 21 years now. We got our first doctor's surgery 12 years ago, which was a small world doc practice. Uh, they were struggling with cleaners after their long-term cleaner left, so we took over. Uh, we now, up to date, have 32 surgeries, um, all from recommendations from each other, so we don't advertise for surgeries. Uh, in the past few years since COVID, the surgeries have started bringing out national cleaning schedules and data, so we have been working very closely with the national cleaning of standards and have come up with paperwork, documents, and everything to make it easier for each surgery. So, so yes, yeah, so for surgery, surgery, so that's quite you cover quite a, a, a large area, presumably. Yeah. Um, uh, we cover, yeah, we cover from uh, we only cover Hampshire and Wiltshire. Fabulous for doctor Perfect. surgeries at the moment. So. Perfect. And you mentioned there, Will, that you you know you, you have the understanding of the national cleansiness standards, which we know at the moment isn't um, mandatory for um, primary care practices to be compliant to. However, there are obviously very there's lots of benefits to. Um, using parts of the standards. Um, so what sort of training and understanding, if, you know, what if you, you mentioned to me before, haven't you, that you've done training regarding the, the cleansing standards. What did that entail and how did that come about? Um, so one of the doctor's surgeries put us on the list for the NHS um, National Cleanliness Standards. Um, it was a team and uh, Zoom call and it was over a four-day course. So me and somebody else in the company blocked out four days of our diaries and we just sat on it both uh, for the whole four days. And then the following month, there was another one and some bits I didn't understand. So we went back on there and then we asked lots of questions afterwards so we could get a really better understanding because it is a lot of stuff to take through. How did you find that sort of helped your current practice? And, and do you, did you do anything differently because of that training, Will? Yeah, there was some stuff that we was doing that I wouldn't necessarily say was wrong, but wasn't like how they wanted it done. So we have made some changes. Um, there was a lot of stuff we learned that we didn't know about. Um, and then we've implemented a lot of stuff. So we've retrained cleaners on the new standards. The new standards paperwork, when you get your head around it, we have come up with a new audit on our apps, well, sorry, iPads, um, that we can go around and it automatically does it instead of doing it on the spreadsheet because the spreadsheet is quite complex. Uh, but it enabled us to open our eyes and, yeah, the training was really good. It is four days and I know people struggle with four days, but I would say if somebody did have the time or they could dedicate even two or three days, it would help their surgeries greatly. Okay. Uh, and you mentioned there, obviously, um, you've got 
um, a, a tablet type app? Is that something that you, is that like a, a system that you use when you're doing walkarounds or audits? Is that? Um, yes. So we've got, an, uh, we've got a um, iPad and we have a company app on it. It's basically, I sat down with our IT person and our web developer and I said, look, um, we need to adapt our app at the moment because we've always had an app, a walkaround app, which gives scores and everything. Mm-hmm. I, I sat down with them and said, look, I need to adapt this because I need to make it easier for the managers to walk around with surgeries. And also, if we're walking around with a practice manager, they don't want a piece of paper. They want it on an app so they can see it as digital. So we adjusted it, and then we've been playing around with it for the last couple of months. And I think we're 99% there now. There might be a few little tweaks, but... We've got it so, say for instance, we go to one surgery and it's a small rural surgery or we go to a big surgery and it's a big surgery, we can tell it how many rooms it's got. So it takes out all the unnecessary stuff because some surgeries have, some people have theatres and some people don't. Um, so we didn't want to, say for instance, we're going to one without, we didn't really want to ask the question on the app if they don't have it because it's, necess- it's unnecessary mm. and also... It wastes people time and the thing why we want to do the app in the first place was to make it quicker because we don't want to be wasting your time well you could be doing something else yeah so so does the app um essentially work like the audit score so it's almost like it's doing it for you like you know you've got your sort of fr rated areas in 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 a yes. sense it kind of does all of that for you it does it all for you and then when you um when you come to an end, we get you to sign it and then we sign it. And then literally when we press done, it will automatically email that practice, email our admin team, and it can also email the practices admin team so they can print off the score to put onto the uh, notice board. So we thought it'd be easier to automate it because then it's not so many pieces of paper. You can print out what you need and also you can put it on Introdox or whatever system they use and it's there done. They don't need to keep scanning things in or losing pieces of paper. It's there done as a PDF done. That sounds fantastic, Will. That sounds really good. Is there any other ways that you assure yourself as a, as a sort of healthcare cleaning provider that you are keeping patients safe? So obviously your audits are fantastic. So we do, we do audits once a month with the clients, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got a management team that go into surgeries twice or three times a week to make sure the cleaners are okay, to do spot checks on cleaners. We don't ever tell the cleaners when we're coming because if I told a cleaner while I was coming today, then they would make sure that area was clean now. But doing a spot check is better because then they don't know we're coming, they don't know what we're going to look at. So then what we do, the managers go and do a check. They've also got a checklist for that as well. And then if we pick something up, then obviously we'll let the cleaner know and then they'll pick that up. Um, But it's all about checking everything. It's always about checking everything. And there's some cleaners think that if it's a two-hour shift, they'll do it in two hours and that's it. But there's always something to do in doctor surgeries. If it's dusting window ledges, if it's desks, there's always something to do. Even if they finish half an hour early, I expect them to be skirt, doing skirting boards and stuff. I don't want anybody sitting down because the time is allocated to keep that surgery clean. And with COVID, we have to keep it extra clean and make sure all services and touch points, particularly, are clean. Yeah, fantastic. You mentioned there about um, like dusting skirting boards and all those types of things. Um, and I know that we've talked about this before, that 
it's really important to to know who's responsible for what and that's one of the things that the standards actually do isn't it is having the meeting and deciding is this actually the clinician's responsibility the room user's responsibility or is this something that the cleaning company do so that's really important too it's very important because beforehand like for instance some of the surgeries have showers um and obviously some staff don't use showers some staff do but a lot of surgeries don't use their showers so like for legionnaires it was never clear in some surgeries who's going to run that shower who's going to keep the water flowing to keep legionnaires down but now on the standards it's clearly there that well in most cases we do it but in some cases the nurses team do it or the management team do it at least then it's documented that the water has been run so the legionnaires is not going to build up in the pipes and cause staff illness or even patient illness because it could build up in the patient toilet. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's all written down and I think it's more black and white. It's better and you can follow things. And if something's missed, at least you're not going to blame somebody, but you you know who to go to to say, well, why didn't you do this? Can you give me an explanation? And we can sort things out. It's not about blame. It's about getting things right and it's about responsibility. Absolutely, and working together, isn't it? Which is, uh, and like you say, that is that key factor about um, knowing who's responsible for what area or, or, or um, equipment or whatever it is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and in terms of your um, your cleaners, you mentioned that you obviously educated them around the sort of cleanliness standards. Um, how it, are you um, regulated as a as a cleaning company for healthcare providers? Is there any sort of special training that that um, the, the cleaning staff undertake like infection control training that kind of thing we do put them through infection control we uh put them through kosh as well because kosh is very important so in kosh at the moment since covid there has been a lot of updates in chemicals and they're permanently updating the cost data sheet so if we get a new cost data sheet come through instead of just sending it to the cleaners and read it we actually print it off. Then next time the manager goes, they go and go through it with cleaners to make sure they know what's in it. And we also get them signed to say they've read it. So we know. Every three months, the cleaners get a quick 10, 15-minute cosh overall to go through everything just in case anything's missed. Uh, they go through training every six months. And we also do an online training for them as well when they first start. And then they can go, they've got their own employee portal so they can go on and see if, if they're if they're cleaning the chemical and they don't understand it, they can go on the portal and we have loads of useful guides and stuff about chemicals, what to do if you swallowed it, blah blah. And we find it useful. At first, I thought it was just a gimmick that IT wanted to bring in because uh, I'm not very IT literate. Um, but then IT, after the first six months, I asked for a report who was logging in, who was doing what, because they can see it in the back end. And about 70% of our cleaners was actually logging in and using it. So we rolled it out through the whole company. Um, and COSH is really important. You mentioned next, obviously, having um, gone through a recent inspection at our own practice, um, that was certainly one of the things that they were really interested in having. So obviously, yeah. that information is obviously shared with the practices as well, the COSH sheets and stuff, Will. Yeah, so basically, the COSH sheets, when we... Um, when we first take over, we give them all to the practices. We give them manually and also electronically because they can upload it to Instruct again or the new one they're using. Um, and then we, whenever we get a new one, we will email it out and also give it to the surgery as well because cost is very important because 
anybody can go into a cleaning cupboard or anybody can pick up a piece of chemical. If they get it in their eyes, how are they going to know what to do? Yeah, fabulous. So how do you think practices in your own thoughts and, you know, and working with all the different practices that you do, I'm sure there's, they're all different in different ways. So what do practices currently do? What do, what do you think your practices that you serve at the moment do to make you feel valued and, and part of the team? So the practices we do at the moment, they are all different, as you say. Um, they include us in important emails like changes in the NHS. They include us in that so we can obviously filter it down to our cleaners or managers. Most of the practices, the practice managers know the cleaners, speak to the cleaners. We, we get communication books in all of the surgeries because obviously you do get day-to-day issues. They write notes, they get notes back. So it stops, all, uh, it stops unnecessary emails if they've been missed a bin, etc., Mm-hmm. Um, at Christmas time, a lot of surgeries include the staff in like Christmas cards or a Christmas gift or whatever surgeries do. We're always in the surgery, so obviously most of the staff know us and we do feel part of the surgeries. That's fab. Because that's really important, I think, because obviously most of the cleaning happens um, when most of the staff have gone home. And um, and like you say, having that communication book is fantastic. So that obviously, if there is an issue, um, it can be communicated if you're not directly seeing people um, as it's out of hours or whatever, whatever reason. And we talked to, you talked there as well, obviously, about walking around with, with members of the team. Um, and I know from personal perspective, if being an IPC lead for a practice is um, it's really useful to walk around with a member of, of, of the cleaning team to do those audits together. And you obviously, do you do audits, your own audits as well, separate to the the um, joint walkarounds that you do? Yes, we do. So um, the managers, um, the managers, uh, I would say 100% of the time have got their iPads on them. Um, so we do our own audits as well as your audits. Our audits request that they take pictures. So obviously we can see any issues and everything as well. So um our managers will do audit, we keep it on file, and then it's a good tool for when we're meeting with, if a site's bigger, they have supervisors, so we can meet with supervisors and show them the pictures and go through it. And also, the pictures is a really good learning curve for the admin team in the office, because obviously they don't leave the office, they're, they're, they're admin. But if, say, for instance, PAX manager phones up and says about something, at least they can pull up that surgery's document and they can have a look and most of the time, there'll be a lot of pictures on there so they can understand like the layout of practices or the rooms they're talking about. Because we also, on our audits, we also have a floor plan. So on the cleaner specification, we always have a floor plan as well. So if you have a new cleaner start and they're a bit lost, because doctor surgery is not easy to find their way around sometimes, no. um, at least they can see on the floor plan where they are or where they should be. And also it's good for... Safety as well, if there's a fire, we always mark the fire exits and everything like that. It's about keeping people safe. Obviously, practices and will do their own audits as well. Um, uh, normally, like a, particularly the annual sort of walk around in premises audit and infection control audit. Um, do practices share that information with you as well, Will? I would say 80% of them do share that with us, yes. Yeah. And do you, you, you find that useful as well? Yeah, we find it useful because obviously they do it with their own staff. And the more eyes you look at, like I could walk into a room now and I could see something wrong. Like you could walk into a room, you might find something else wrong. So it's good to have 
lots of different eyes looking at things because you might be looking at something totally different than what I was looking at. I might have seen it, but it might not have clocked on my radar that is there. So I think the more information you get, the better because it's more teamwork then. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and obviously with these audits, that it's obviously shows compliance, um, helps to, to show compliance. Do you have regular meetings with practices as well in terms of um, any actions that are highlighted by audits? Yeah, so once a month, um, obviously, if there's something, say, for instance, one of the floors was a bit dirty or something, we will, um, the following month, I don't expect to see that again on the audits because all the audits come to the directors so they can see it as well. We meet with our managers every two weeks. We also say we don't want to see the same things happening again. And if there is a repeat pattern, then we will look why the repeat pattern is and try and sort it out. Um, as directors, we're very hands-on as well. I'm always in the surgeries and the other directors are in surgeries. So, and if there was a cleaner down, I wouldn't mind getting my hands dirty because we're a team. Um, and do you actually have any direct involvement with, obviously, practices are regulated by CQC. Um, do you, as a cleaning company, have any contact or um, requests from CQC? Do you have any contact with them at all? So CQC, we work closely with. Um, there was two doctor surgeries uh, 18 months ago. They kept on failing a CQC inspection and the cleaning company just wasn't doing what they should be doing. And CQC asked us to go in and quote for it and they awarded us the contracts. Um, since then, the surgeries haven't had no issues with cleaning since. So... Yeah, we, we do work with them sometimes. Okay. And and when um, surgeries are inspected, do you obviously get feedback from the surgeries if there's, you know, regarding any sort of outcomes of, if there's any cleaning issues, that kind of thing, post-inspection? Yeah, so what we, we've always asked our surgeries, if they do have CQC inspection, could we see the results? Because it's helpful for us as well. If it's negative, positive, it's all good because obviously if it's positive, we feed back to the team saying, look, well done, you've done this, this is what they've got. If it's negative, it's a learning curve for us. So we'll go back to them and say, what can we change about that surgery to make it better? So if they had an inspection tomorrow, they wouldn't fail on that task again. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, and I, I'm going to ask a, <laughs> a question because it's something that is high on the agenda for um, a lot of people these days in terms of um, there's this real drive on more sustainable solutions. Is there anything that y you do as a company or you've implemented or anything you've used that is better for the environment, but is also there to still ensure that patients are safe? Is there any sort of new cleaning solutions, yeah. that kind of thing? So we use uh, commercial eco-friendly chemicals because we want to try and cut our carbon footprint. Mm -hmm. They work very well. Um, but you have to make sure you go for the decent brand. It does cost a bit more money, but I think we all have to look after the earth, so we just have to do it. Um, we also have enrolled a flat mop system where the mops come off and they're washable, so they can wash up to 300 times. Um, that saves landfill, and also with washing them, it's so much better than just getting a dolly mop and throwing it in the bin and changing it. With um, the flat mop system, it cleans the floors a lot better as well. So you get the whole surface and instead of a dolly mop, a dolly mop goes around, but it doesn't get into the corners. With the flat mop system, you can. 
Uh, we also use microfiber cloths in all of our surgeries, which are sent off to laundered as well. So it saves landfill, it saves being dirty, it saves being cross-contamination. Because a lot of cleaning surgeries that we take over, we find that the cleaning company or cleaners have only got one colour cloth, which none of us want. We want the four colour colours. We do not want one colour. We don't want them going to clean the toilet and then go and wipe somebody's desk. It's cross-contamination. We just don't want it. So... We have come up with that solution. We are also trialling in some of our surgeries at the moment, battery vacuums. This is to, to be eco-friendly, but also it's to stop trips and falls. There won't be any leads trading around. So some surgeries we do, we start at five o'clock, but uh, admin staff don't go to about six o'clock because they stay. They've always got something to do. Or doctors stay around. So with a battery hoover, there's no cable. So there's no trip hazard and there's no risk anyone's going to fall over that cable so just to sort of um sum up really um what's your top tips would you say for um practices listening um how they can optimize their relationships with cleaning companies uh, communication keep in contact because that's the main thing think outside the box don't just stay inside the box think outside the box what they can do better um, and audits, I would say a paper trail is the main thing. And, and actually also ac- action plans and, and how you followed those up and, uh, and that all comes in with the audit, yeah. isn't it? which is fantastic. Yes. So having that trail of this is where we were, this is where we want to get to and this is how we, we plan to do it. Yeah, because at least if CQC came and visited, at least you can say, well, January 2022, this was our scores. This is what we had wrong. This is what we've done to put right. There's an order trail. You can go back. If there's no order trail or inspection or anything, CQC asks you a question. How are you going to answer that? You're just going to try and guess it. And then if it's wrong, it's wrong. But yeah. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for your time today. And thank you for joining us, Will. Um, And we hope that everybody has found this beneficial. Wessex LMCs supporting you and your practice.